What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens played the clock and spilled? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the What If World show where your questions and ideas combine with our totally random in-the-moment dice rolls to bring you off-the-cuff adventures. I'm Zizi Jamaloo, your host, and I'm going to let our players introduce themselves this week. My name is Lola Rabbit, but in Guilds and Goblins, I play Lolandra, a nature mage and wear bunny who can speak with plants and jump real high. Hey there, I'm Scully the Squid. I play Skull and Bones. They're a skeleton trickster who can reshape their body into all kinds of useful stuff. Then there's me, Zack Jamalu, ZZ's little brother. But my character is Zachamedes the Goblin Egg Chanter, who faces every challenge with his wits and his magical eggs. In the last two adventures, we used three questions from our listeners. So this week, we're going to add on two patron questions. The first is from Serafina. My name is Serafina. I like Fred the dog. And my word of question, what if the sun was cold and the rain was hot? I love your show, Mr. Eric. Bye! Thanks, Serafina, and thanks to your kitty Jasper, who meowed their question at the end. Then we have one more question from a patron named Emma. Hi, my name is Emma. My question is, what if rainbows could swim? Bye! Oh, wow, this is some crazy stuff. Swimming rainbows, cold suns, hot rain. Can't wait to play! Hey, whoa, everybody, first we gotta hear a recap. That's right. In the last two adventures, our heroes went into the trumpet of travel, but they weren't met with a very warm reception. Yeah, instead, Zack and I were put to sleep by a couple of bees, and then put in jail by a couple of pickle pigs. Good thing I didn't get captured, and I was able to sneak down to the basement, where they were being held in giant pickle jars. I used an egg tangle egg to catch one guard, and Lola Rabbit used the Everthorn to whip up another. Yeah, but before we could really escape... It sounded like Wolf, one of the leaders of the town, had found my body. Because I was just a rolling head in hand at this moment. So Skull and Bones made his body get up and run out of town, buying you all some time in the basement with the two pickle pigs who had agreed to help you 
And that's where we are now. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. One of the pickle pig guards snorts anxiously. Well, if she's off chasing something, then the townspeople will probably follow her. This might be our only chance to sneak out. But we can't keep sneaking around forever. We've got to convince these people to come with us. Well, then you kids are going to have to capture the rainbow. Capture the rainbow? Don't bother with that. No one's even seen the rainbow since we first slid down it into the trumpet of travel. Hey, Zizi, uh, was the portal that we came in kind of rainbow-colored? That's a great question, Lolandra. I'm going to let you roll an easy learn check. Whew, a five, but also a fourteen. You all fell face first in the sand when you arrived. But Lola, now that you think of it, you spied the portal behind you, shimmering and swirling and turning rainbow-colored before seeming to dive into the sand behind you. Oh, hang on a minute, everybody. I'm not even sure the portal's back where we left it. We have to convince these people to leave through the portal, but we don't even know where the portal is! Well, if no one will trust us unless we found the portal, then I think we need the pickle guards to try to cover for us while we search. At that very moment, the light filtering through the floorboards into the basement where you all dwell seems to suddenly dim. As the air grows chilly. I mean, I like a good challenge, but can't anything go our way? Zachamides, roll learn for me. At least I have a bonus to that. Ooh, 14 plus 1 is 15. Now that you've learned some fire magic, you feel a frightening power in the sky. As if the sun is losing its heat. Ah, how long before that's really, really bad for, like, living creatures? You feel like you might have four hours, tops, before the sun goes ice cold. That's weird. The sun hasn't gone down in months. It's what turned everything into a desert in the first place. I can sense that in four hours, this desert's gonna be too cold for anything but an ice monster. So we need you two pickle pigs to make a really good distraction. Well, if this world's gonna end, I might as well have that pickle parade I always dreamed of. And I'll keep guard and make sure people don't wander off and see what these kids are up to. It's a great plan. Actually, it's ridiculous, but so are most of our ideas, so let's just go with it. The pig that sounds most excited about the parade suddenly seems to focus, and using their pickle kinesis, they make all the pickle jars float off the shelves. Oh, wow! I could hardly get those pickles a budget inch! Amateur, maybe I'll show you a thing or two after you save our bacon. 
Yeah, right, 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 right. Let's go save the world, everybody. Well, I reattach my skeleton hand to the bottom of my skeleton head so I can at least walk around. Oh, yeah, let's call it right on my shoulder. Like a little skeleton parrot. The pickle pigs direct you towards the back door while they march out the front, calling attention to their pickle parade. Hip, hip, parade. It's definitely the most interesting thing going on right now. Come watch. And I'm just going to do a secret roll to see how successful their parade is. You hear a delighted clamor, and though you can't see much from the back alley, it sounds like the pickle parade is drawing quite a crowd. Now, first things first, everybody. How do we find a rainbow that can move around? Oh, am I still wearing my lens of the lost? Yours was an eye patch, so presumably yes. Then I want to look around and tell the lens to help me find a rainbow. Okay, this is one of your goods, and you can only use it once per day, but it's going to make this an easy roll. Ooh, a higher roll was a 17. It starts to rain. Shh. Softly at first, but as the sun grows darker and colder, the rain is getting warmer and warmer, making it feel like the hottest, most humid day you can imagine until it touches the ground and the cold sun suddenly freezes it into slushy snow. That's what I get for rolling a 17? But Skullin, you also see a dune at the outskirts of town, where the rain comes down in a steamy drizzle, then sends up a cold fog from the ground. And wavering within that cloud of fog and steam is a rainbow, glowing even redder than usual. There it is! Let's get it! Well, I'm a nature mage who can jump really far, so I want to try to leap on top of the rainbow and, and wrestle it down. Well, using your bunny hop, I'll make this an easy roll. That's a 20. Yes! We got it! With a natural 20, yes, you do catch it. I don't like the tone she's taking. You grapple this rainbow. As you pull it down to the suddenly snowy ground, you feel a surge of adrenaline course through your body, like you're dancing to your favorite wear bunny jig. And as the excitement and passion flow into you, so too does the color red from the rainbow. But as the rainbow gets smaller, it slips out of your grip and slides, undulating back and forth like a snake that swims across the snowy, slushy ground. Why'd the question have to be about swimming rainbows? <laughs> you know it would have been hard no matter what. Okay, a rainbow's got seven colors, right? Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Now it's more like Oi G. Biv. Scully, can you still see the rainbow out of your magic eye patch? Oh, I look after where the rainbow went. The magic seems to have run out for the day. You've lost all track of the rainbow. Bravo, little guildlings. You hear a small voice from down around your ankles and look down to see an adorable fennec fox with orange-white fur, big pointy ears, and a narrow snout that somehow turned up to you arrogantly, even though you're giants compared to this little fox. Ah, uh, you must be the notorious fox of Fox and Wolf. You don't look too scary. I do not need to be scary, for I am clever. Just as it seems are you three. 
We thought there were only two. How'd you find us? The little people can be delighted by a pickle parade, but I can smell a distraction from a mile away. Hi, Fox. Uh, you talk really slowly and we're in a hurry, so you can either help us or I can alert the townsfolk to the presence of the outsiders who caused our son to go cold. We didn't have anything to do with it. We're trying to save you. Oh, I believe you, and I am willing to help. As long as you give me the powers of the rainbow as we find them together. Zizi, I don't like the smell of this fox. Figuratively speaking, anyway. Can I roll to see if they're uh, on the level? Sure, roll wonder. At 13, you get a sense that this fox does know something that can help you, but they aren't going to share it unless it directly benefits them. Hey, Fox, I know you love being in charge, but this is bigger than that, you know? You could all be in grave danger. How about we promise to work together to get everybody out by sharing the colors of the rainbow when we find them? The Fox considers your offer. I'll let you roll wonder to try to convince them. Oh, we need this. Six plus one. This is not enough for me. Perhaps if you promise to hand over all the power of the rainbow after we have used the portal. Can we have a side huddle for a second, Fox? Tempest Fugit. Hey, watch your mouth. (laughs) It means time flies. Okay, we step off a little bit to whisper to each other. I don't trust this fox one bit. Me neither, but but even if you both use your lens of the lost and you both roll well, that means we only get two more colors. Yeah, that leaves four colors of the rainbow that we haven't collected. And presumably, we need them all to open the portal. Oh, if we say yes, then we might be giving this fox all kinds of crazy powers. But if we say no, fox could stick the whole town on us, and we all might be trapped here forever. Anyone who would risk the safety of their own people in order to make themselves more powerful doesn't deserve to be a leader. You're right, but there's just not enough time to do this on our own. Yeah, I'm voting with Skull in here. Maybe we can outfox the fox later. But right now, we need their help. Ah, fooey. I turn around and stomp back to the fox. You notice now that the rain has gotten a little warmer and the sun a little colder. I think what you're doing is despicable, but we need your help to save your people. So you're gonna give it to us. And then, after the four of us have opened the portal together, we promise to give you every color of the rainbow we've got. What a generous offer. I accept. And as the fox says, I accept. A wisp of orange and white magic curls out of its mouth and encircles you. And you feel magically bound to this promise. Hey, you didn't say anything about a magic binding. It will be of no consequence, as long as you keep your word. Okay, Fox, you got what you wanted. Now tell us how to find the rainbow again. The fox shakes out their fur and then starts drawing a rainbow in the snow atop this dune. But with each swipe of their paw, the snow changes color, and you see what appears to be a real rainbow spring out of the ground right in front of you. Oh, nice work, Fox. That makes it extra easy. This is not the rainbow, merely a helpful illustration. Where, Bunny? What did you feel when you touched the rainbow? I felt great. 
like I was dancing to my favorite song on top of the world. And then you captured the color red, as is indicated by your fur. And you now notice that there is a reddish glow to Lolandra that wasn't there before. Ah, cool! When we first went through this portal, into the Trumpet of Travel, we slid down a massive rainbow slide. Some people were excited, some people were scared. But I felt something different. I felt safe, which seemed quite unusual, given our circumstances. Then I realized I was on the color orange, which has always reminded me of my family. I've read about this. Colors make people feel different ways, but it can vary from person to person based on our experiences. I believe the red of the rainbow was being drawn here by Wolf's anger and frustration at being outwitted by a few guildling children. So the rainbow is drawn by strong emotions. But each color might have different emotions. So if you can figure out what a color means to you... Then we can find a place where there are big feelings? Or even make our own big feelings to draw the rainbow out? It's a theory, but I feel confident about it. Are you saying we swore to help you over a theory? Yeah, sheesh. It's fine, it's fine. Fox, is there like an oasis left in this desert? There is one, though I doubt it will last very long. Well, lead the way, fast! The fennec fox takes off. Faster than you could have imagined, seeming to bound across the sky as little wisps of orange and white smoke seem to appear below its feet wherever it lands. I pick up Zachamedes, who's holding Skullin, and I hop after it as fast as I can. You feel time slipping away as the sky grows darker, but after 20 minutes of bouncing, you arrive at a tiny oasis. A small grove of date palm trees encircle a tiny body of water and tough little desert shrubberies cling to life around its banks. Wow. To think that even in this weird, wild place, where hardly anything survives, you could have such a beautiful little piece of life holding on tight. I want everyone to roll learn. Twelve. Ooh, a natural one. Eighteen, yes! Plus three is twenty-one! Let's see if the fox can roll higher. What? The fox gets a roll? Ooh, 14 plus 3 is 17. So, Zachamedes, you are the first to see an almost complete rainbow seeming to swim across the snowy sands toward your little team. The fox's ears are twitching in a different direction, and they haven't noticed yet. Is there one color glowing brighter than the others? Good guess, Zach. The color green glows brightly. Okay, before the fox sees, I want to take one of my old egg vials and try to use it to catch the color green. Oh, good idea. I'll let you roll learn. Let's see. 17 plus 4, 21. Eggs are one of the most fundamental source of animal life in the world. And as you open this eggy vial, you feel the color green drawn towards you. Fox turns and notices, too late, as you feel a sense of peace and growth. The egg seals tight and glows green as a beautiful spongy moss forms around it. Two colors down. Uh, five more to go. Why'd you make another secret roll? Zack, with your very high learn rules, you also notice that this rainbow is now missing the colors red, green, and yellow. 
Yellow? It's missing the color yellow! How's that possible? I'm afraid it must be Wolf. She's out there somewhere, hunting for us and for the rainbow. Well, we can't possibly get all the colors now. So now we have to out-wolf the wolf, too. Just to be grateful that the wolf has not found us yet. You will not find her as open-minded as me. And that is where we'll pause our adventure. Emma and Serafina, I hope you enjoyed the first part of your adventure. We'll be finishing up this four-part Guilds and Goblins epic next week. Folks at home... If you want to find out more about Guilds and Goblins, or if you just want ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered, a shout-out on the show, and access to other great rewards, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. And you can also leave a rating and review for What If World wherever you listen to podcasts, or just subscribe and tell your friends. And before we go, I've got a shout-out for Emerson, who's almost 10. His birthday is September 3rd. He loves rocks and fossils and gems and wants to be a geologist. He also loves tabletop role-playing games and would like to try playing a minotaur one day. And finally, he likes video games and martial arts. Then there's Alexander, who's almost 7. His birthday is October 23rd. He loves trampoline and tumbling and wants to be a game designer. He also loves board games like Uno, Skip Bow, Settlers of Catan, and Monopoly. He loves to learn and talk about everything he's learning, and he also loves playing goblins. What If World is created by Eric O'Keefe and Karen O'Keefe. And we'd like to thank Craig Martinson for our theme song, our helper Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who explore your big feelings. They can be pretty scary sometimes, but they help you learn a lot about yourself. Until we adventure again, keep wondering.